Welcome to the Kids Story Room. It's Seb here. It's great to have you with us. We'd like to say thank you to everyone who's listening to our stories and writes us great reviews. You are all the best. Now today's story is about a boy called Fred and his sixth birthday party. It's hard for me to say sixth because I've lost my first front tooth. Six is how old I am. We hope you like our story. Ocean Wonderland by Anna Steen. Fred's birthday had finally arrived. He had been excited about it for months, counting down the weeks, the days, the sleeps, until it finally arrived, the morning of his sixth birthday. Fred was having a beach party, and he had invited his whole class to come to the beach to swim, play in the sand, and also to build sand sculptures. Fred's special treat for all his friends was a huge turtle sand sculpture that he had built with his mum and dad and sister Arla the day before. It took them all afternoon to make it. It was as high as Fred, and as wide as Fred times two, and as long as Fred times three. First, they built a ginormous sandcastle, and then, over hours, very carefully with both wet and dry sand to make it strong, and using lots of special sand tools that Fred had got for his birthday from his gran, they carved a big, beautiful, lifelike turtle. They even had a stepladder so they could do all the delicate details of the pattern on the shell without damaging the turtle's legs or head. They were very proud of their turtle, and Fred decided to call her Sienna. Fred and Arla and his mum and dad camped on the beach all night to make sure that nothing happened to Sienna. And in the morning, before all Fred's friends arrived, they carefully hid a little chocolate treat inside each individual shape on the turtle's shell. That way everyone can put their hand in and find their special lolly, like a treasure hunt, said Fred. It might destroy Sienna, though, said Mum. When everyone sticks their hands into the shell, the sculpture might fall apart. That's OK, said Fred, who was very excited about his party. We will just build another sculpture. It will be lots of fun, I promise. I think she'll hold up all right, said Dad. There's something a little bit magical about Sienna, I think. She's a very special turtle. She sure is, said Fred. Thanks for helping me build her. She's already a great birthday present. You're welcome, said Mum. She was fun to build. Hey, look, Fred, your friends are here. Fred looked behind them at the path down to the beach where his friends had started to arrive. They all had big smiles on their faces and were carrying beach towels and snorkels, flippers, masks and brightly wrapped presents. Fred grinned from ear to ear. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my beach party. This is Sienna, the giant turtle. She will be our host for today. Happy birthday, Fred, his friends cried out. Wow, that is a really cool turtle. She almost looks real. Thanks, said Fred. I made her with Mum and Dad and Arla. Her name is Sienna. She has a surprise in store for us. 
Fred's friends gathered around, putting their towels and prezzies down inside the tent they'd set up, where there was also a big birthday cake in the shape of a turtle, just in case you hadn't yet worked out what Fred's favourite animal was. When everyone had arrived and they were ready to play, Fred said, OK, everyone, to get the party started today, we all have to put our hands gently, really gently, inside one of the shell shapes on the top of Sienna. There should be a little present inside for each of us. All the children gathered around the turtle, and all together they gently put their hands inside the top of the sculpture. What happened next was very surprising for all of them. Instead of the lolly they were expecting to find, they all found a teeny tiny something crawling into their hands. They giggled and squealed in surprise as the teeny tiny somethings tickled their hands. Even Fred was surprised. Hang on, what's this? he cried and looked down at his hand. Sitting in the middle of Fred's palm was the smallest, tinsiest turtle you could imagine, just the size of a little bead. Fred was surprised. I didn't expect this, he said to his friends. I buried chocolate turtles inside Sienna. Not real turtles. Wow, cried Emma, one of Fred's friends. These turtles are so cute. Look, everyone, said Jed, another friend. They're all facing toward the sea. Maybe they want us to take them into the water where they belong. Good idea, said Fred. Let's go and free them into the sea. So Fred and his friends all ran down to the water's edge, cradling the tiny turtles in their hands. When they got to the sea, they all squatted down and lowered their hands to the edge of the gently lapping tide. The teeny tiny turtles wriggled themselves out of the hands they were cradled in and scooted into the shallow water. The turtles turned back to look at the children who had found them, gave them a teeny tiny smile and then disappeared down into the blue sea. Well, that was odd, said Fred to his friends. I sure didn't expect that. He turned around to look at his mum and dad, but they were chatting to some other parents near the tent and hadn't seemed to notice anything. Arla was playing with a friend of hers from kindy and Fred called out to her, but she was engrossed in her game and didn't hear him. Then Fred's eyes fell upon Sienna, their beautiful turtle sand sculpture, and as he stared at her curiously, wondering how all the teeny tiny turtles had got there, he thought that he saw her eyes move to look at him. And when their eyes met, there was no doubt about it. She gave him a big wink. She's alive, cried Fred. Look, Sienna, the turtle we built. She's alive. Fred's friends all turned to look back at Sienna and her sandy eyes took them all in and she smiled. Wow, the children gasped. You made a magic sand turtle? That is so cool. And just at that moment, as the children were all wondering how on earth Fred had made a real live sand turtle, there was a huge splashing noise behind them and their eyes were all drawn back to the sea. And there... In front of each of them was their teeny tiny turtle, but all grown up. The turtles had grown huge. They were all the size of Sienna, 
and there was one in front of each child, looking at them, smiling and waiting. Fred, said his friend Emma, what are we meant to do now? Um, said Fred, looking at the turtles in wonder, I'm not sure. None of this was part of the party plan, but it's pretty excellent, huh? Sure, said Jed. It's the best. Do you think we're meant to ride them? Maybe we are, exclaimed Fred, and he turned around to look to Sienna for an answer. She was still smiling, and as her eyes met Fred's, she gave a little sandy head nod. I'm going to take that as a yes, cried Fred. All aboard, everyone. It looks like we're going on an adventure. The turtles all squatted as low as big giant turtles can, and the children clambered up onto their shells. They found little handles at the front of the shells and little stirrups on the sides for their feet. All of them fitted perfectly onto their respective turtles, and they were surprisingly soft and comfortable. Once they were all aboard, the turtles pushed off the shore and began gliding out into the sea. I think we might be going to have to hold our breaths, everyone, called Fred. But just as he said that, a little air bubble popped out of the mouths of the turtles in front of them and drifted up and over the turtles' backs and travelled quite gently up the children's noses. And as the turtles slowly sank beneath the surface of the water and the children sank with them, they all found that they could breathe quite easily under the water. Fred was astounded. It was such a wonderful surprise. This is what it must feel like to be a fish, he thought. It felt like instead of breathing air, he was breathing silk. It was actually very relaxing. Just as they began to sink down into the blue, he thought that perhaps he should have told his mum and dad where they were going. But somehow, he just knew that they were all going to be safe. And as they sank lower and lower into the blue, he reclined into the shell of his turtle and let himself just enjoy the ride. And what a ride it was. The turtles knew exactly where they were going, and under the water, oh my, were they fast! They skimmed beneath the surface for a time, sweeping in great arcs this way and that. Fred looked around at his friends. They were hanging on tightly to the shells of their turtles and were all wearing the biggest and most happiest of grins. Fred let go of his turtle with one hand and waved his hand at them through the aquary sunlit water. They all waved back, one hand gripping the giant shell in front of them, one hand pressing through the water. Then, just as they all re-gripped the turtle shells, the turtles plunged, heads down into the distant blue, and down, down, down they all went. They swam past brightly coloured fish frolicking along a coral reef. The turtle swam along the reef and then up and over and down into a deep blue descent on the other side. As they swam down into the blue, they saw dolphins, swordfish, tuna fish, marlin, all swimming through the blue, going about their day. 
they even swam past a great humpback whale and her baby. Fred was astonished. He had never seen a whale and had never imagined that he would ever see one so close, just calmly, majestically drifting alongside him. Two vast and graceful creatures of the ocean. The whales called to each other and a deep sound vibration surged through the water around them. As Fred felt the power of the whales beside them, he noticed the faces of his friends, their awe, their mouths gaping open, little air bubbles escaping every now and then as they gazed at the whales. They swam on past the whales, on and on, down and down, and further away from the surface and sunlight. It was beginning to get very dark down deep, and Fred began to feel a little frightened. He had never really liked the dark very much, and the deep dark depths of the sea were unknown and really rather scary. Even knowing that his friends were close by to him didn't make it any easier. Fred held tighter and tighter onto his turtle's shell, trying with all his might to pull her up, to signal to her that he did not want to go any deeper. She turned her head very slightly to look back at Fred and winked at him, but she didn't slow down or turn around. If anything, it felt like she started swimming even faster. Fred couldn't see very far in front of him at all now. It was so dark and it was also getting colder. Fred shivered and closed his eyes. He wanted to go home now. Perhaps, he thought, this wasn't the best birthday after all. And as he closed his eyes against the dark and wished to go home, he hoped that all his friends were all right. Through the darkness of his tightly shut eyes, Fred thought he could hear the faint sound of... of something that sounded like bubbled laughter. Fred was confused. Who could possibly be laughing right now? Fred stole the tiniest look out of his scrunched-up eyes, and the brightest of bright lights met his eyes as they opened. Fred thought he must be dreaming. How could it suddenly be so light? He opened up his eyes a little more, and the most marvellous sight he could ever have imagined met his gaze. The turtles had formed a semicircle and were zooming toward the entrance of an enormous underwater cave. And the outside of the cave was alive with thousands of glowing fish of every colour imaginable. There were bright shining aquafish and magenta fish, yellow fish, golden fish, shimmery silvery fish and altogether every colour fish. They were swimming briskly around the edges of the cave and as the turtles and the children came swimming towards them, they, all at once, in one swoopy fishy movement, swam into formation around the arch of the cave. And the fluorescent shining shapes they made created the words, Welcome to Ocean Wonderland. The glow emanating from the fish created kaleidoscopic light beams that pierced through the darkness of the water and created a luminescent glow all around them, lighting up all the children's faces. They were beaming and laughing. The sound travelled through the water in great bubbles which erupted everywhere, releasing little bursts of laughter. Fred felt better immediately. There was nothing to be afraid of. He looked around at his friends and shouted, Let's go! 
which underwater sounded more like but they all nodded their heads in agreement and the turtles moved into a single line with Fred at the front and glided gently into the entrance of the cave. As soon as they entered the cave, any hint of ocean darkness vanished. It was bright and clear, as if they were in water at the very top of the sea. The turtles all stopped just inside the entrance and nudged the children to hop off. They did so and found that they could swim easily in the cave, as if they had fins for arms. Fred's turtle smiled at him and waved her flipper toward the centre of the cave. Fred turned and swam with the others into the cave to explore, and as they looked about them, they saw that they truly were in an ocean wonderland. There was an enormous carousel of seahorses right ahead of them. Real seahorses circling the carousel together, singing and offering rides upon their backs. There were dolphins serving seaweed fairy floss, which although sounds quite yucky, looked absolutely divine. And as Fred accepted a stick of it from a very friendly looking dolphin, he discovered that it was indeed delicious and tasted of strawberries and cream. Nearby was an octopus roller coaster, a giant purple and red octopus who was flinging his tentacles about willy-nilly. The entrance to the roller coaster was through the octopus's mouth, and although this seemed particularly dangerous, Fred somehow thought, after the strawberries and cream seaweed fairy floss, that it would somehow work out all right. Fred and his friends all climbed inside, and after travelling at high speed through a spinning chute, found themselves being flung in twists and turns and looped the loops from tentacle to tentacle. It was a wild ride, and after about half an hour of tumbling and sliding and being launched through the air in every imaginable way, they all emerged from the octopus's mouth, dizzy and exhausted. At that point, as if by magic, a chariot full of kelp couches drawn by six tiger sharks, stopped at the entrance to the octocoaster. Fred and his friends froze. Tiger sharks seemed a dangerous group of fish to be leading a chill-out chariot. But one of the dolphins serving seaweed floss swam over to them and, smiling, climbed onto the chariot and beckoned them all on. Tentatively, they climbed on and settled themselves in the soft and floaty kelp couches and the dolphin tapped the closest tiger shark with her tail, and off they went, gliding through the water at a gentle pace. Snail's pace for a tiger shark, thought Fred, and they cruised slowly around the cave. Fred realised that this must be the Wonderland hop-on-hop-off bus, as the tiger shark stopped at each attraction to let other sea creatures off and on. And after Fred and his friends had relaxed in their kelp couch for one big lap of the Wonderland, they felt their energy recharge, and in twos and threes began to jump off the shark chariot and adventure through the Wonderland. They, all of them, had a brilliant time. They rode seahorses, ate way too much seaweed floss and delicious conch shell biscuits that tasted like chocolate. They rode the seahorses of the carousel, 
which they discovered did somersaults, and if you didn't hold on, you fell into an underground slippery dip that slid you through a tunnel that went around and around the insides of the cave and spat you out into the bubble channel of a sea volcano, which was just like having a delicious warm spa bath in lemonade. Fred must have purposely fallen off his seahorse about ten times, as the sea volcano's bubbles were just so delicious. There were fun games to play, one where you had to pick the difference amongst a school of zebrafish, and if you got it right, you were tickled by a sea urchin that rolled up and down your arms and legs and set you into fits of laughter. Another game they loved was one where you had to dodge the ink squirts of three enormous squid. If you managed to dodge the black clouds of ink, the prize was being parasailed through the cave by a team of singing prawns. If you did get covered in ink, you had to go and be washed by a school of pilot fish. There was a jellyfish trampoline, a swordfish zipline, crab dodgem cars and a coral obstacle course. They found a petting zoo full of baby fish of all shapes and sizes. There was even a baby great white shark, who was very friendly really, except that he occasionally ate one of the other baby fish and would be wrapped on the nose by the keeper of the petting zoo, a giant lobster. There was another place where you could see strange and wonderful deep sea creatures. It wasn't an enclosure within the cave, but a window out of the bottom of the cave, where a vast array of bright and odd creatures swam by, the creatures of the deep. Vampire squid, and blobfish, and fangtooth fish, anglerfish, ghostfish, and even a megamouth deep sea shark. They were fascinating to watch, but quite eerie, and they gave Fred the shivers. He felt very relieved that they were on the other side of the cave and not here inside the Wonderland. He was happy to turn away from the deep and back toward the bright lights and fun whirligig of the cave. As the day went on, they discovered many other magnificent treasures of Ocean Wonderland. A water slide made of eels all joined together. A raceway for tuna fish to test their speed and a magic show where clownfish, French angelfish, red snapper and sardines all worked together to create wonderful magical sculptures. To the children's astonishment, when they went up to have a closer look, the fish all swam in one smooth motion together and created a life-size and lifelike sculpture of each of them in turn. It was beautiful, magical and one of the cleverest things Fred had ever seen. The children completely lost track of time. They were having so much fun. Fred had even forgotten for quite some time that he was a human being who lived on the land and not a creature of the sea. After many hours must have passed, Fred's turtle glided over to him and waved her flipper. Behind her, the other turtles were lined up, waiting. Fred looked over at his turtle and suddenly felt very tired. He yawned and a burst of bubbles erupted from his mouth. Fred looked over at his friends. They were all yawning too. It had been quite the day. Each of the children swam over to their turtle and climbed up on their backs. They looked up at the cave and saw all the creatures of the Wonderland waving to them. 
as they waved back to the most wonderful, colourful and fun array of creatures that they had ever spent time with. The turtles slowly circled and swam in single file out of the cave. Fred had the briefest moment of fearing the darkness of the water on the outside of the cave, but then he remembered the wonder and magic of Ocean Wonderland, and his fear vanished, and was replaced by a soaring sense of happiness so bright that as they swam through the entrance of the cave and out into the darkness of the deep ocean, he felt nothing but an elated, if exhausted, contentedness. He laughed, a bubbling, joyous eruption, He saw that his friends, too, were laughing. Fred watched their bubbles rising up, up, up through the sea all the way to the glimmering light at the surface. They followed the trails of the bubbles until, within what seemed like seconds, they were back in the sunlight zone and zooming along just beneath the surface of the turquoise water. Fred could see the blue sky through the surface and suddenly there was white sand beneath them and his head had breached the surface of the water and he gulped in a great breath of fresh air. His turtle came to a gentle halt just as her head popped out of the water and Fred slipped off her back where it was waist deep. Jed and Emma and the others were just climbing off the backs of their turtles too. Fred's turtle nudged him toward the shore with her flipper. Fred turned and crouched in front of her and reached his arms around her shell and gave her a big hug. Thank you, he whispered. That was the most incredible birthday party ever. Will I ever see you again? The turtle reached up and patted Fred on the arm twice with her flipper, then turned and swam back into the sea. Fred watched her shadow and the shadows of the other turtles as they headed out to sea, slowly fading into the deeper blue until they were gone. I hope that was a yes, Fred said to the shadow as she disappeared. Wow, Fred, cried Jed as he splashed over to Fred. That was epic. Yeah, yelled Emma. That was definitely the most exciting thing I have ever done in my whole life. Me too, said Fred. I really had no idea that was going to happen. In fact, I had no idea that was even possible. Fred looked up the beach. The sand sculpture of his magic sand turtle, Sienna, was just disappearing. The tide had come in whilst they had been gone and dissolved away all but the last of her tail flipper. Fred watched it too disappear as the water licked up the shore and took her with it. Fred turned and looked back out to sea. He thought he just saw the wave of a flipper break the surface of the water and then slowly sink away beneath the sea. Fred smiled. Bye, Sienna, he whispered and looked back up the beach. All his friend's parents were there, standing around on the sand, chatting to his mum and dad. Did they not realise they had been gone? Fred wondered. They didn't look cross. Fred looked over at his friend's. What are we going to say? he asked them. Do you think they'll be mad? Only one way to find out, he said, and he ran up the beach to his mum and dad. Fred, said his dad, did you have a good swim? Um, good doesn't really cut it, dad. Do you know where we have been? Swimming, said Emma's mum curiously. 
But do you know where we have been swimming, Mum? asked Emma. Fred's mum put her hand on Fred's shoulder. Have you by any chance been to a little place called Ocean Wonderland? Ocean Wonderland? asked Jed's dad. That sounds fun. Huh? Ought to be six and be able to play imaginary games, he laughed. Ah, oh, Dad, said Jed. If only you knew. Jed gave Fred a high five and a hug and said, Thanks, Fred. That was a total hoot. I hope we get to go again next year. Oh, me too, said Fred. Fred said goodbye to his friends. They were all chattering and telling their parents about the amazing adventure they had been on. Their parents were nodding and listening and yet looking at each of their children as though they were completely mad. As the last of his friends left the beach, Fred asked his mum and dad, Have you ever been to Ocean Wonderland? His dad replied, You don't camp out overnight with any old sand sculpture, Fred, just the really important ones. I built a mermaid once, said his mum. She was fast. Arla, who had stayed on the beach with her mum and dad as she was only four, said, When I am six, I am going to build a water horse. Now there's an interesting idea, said Dad. That's a great plan, Arla, said Fred. I'll build Sienna again and I'll come with you. And they all walked home together, Fred telling Arla everything he could about Ocean Wonderland. That night, his birthday dreams were wild and watery bright and full of exploding laughter bubbles. (laughs) ¶¶